Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. A quick note before we begin. Manowaker Studios' new book, Starward Tales, an anthology of speculative legends, is out now. Within, a talented group of writers, artists, and poets give their interpretation of classic fairy tales, myths, and legends in science fiction settings. Find out more at manowaker.com. This week... A Little 110 by Sarah Coderre. The hospital room was the last place Jamie wanted to be. It reeked of bleached piss, and there wasn't a beer in sight. If it was any other uncle dying, Jamie wouldn't have bothered, but he owed it to Richie. The man had taken Jamie under his wing and taught him a trade that kept him out of biker gangs and prison while putting enough money in his pocket to buy plenty of beer and motorcycle parts. Richie was an old-school electrician, the kind who touched a wire with his bare hands to see if it was live and believed getting shocked was healthy. He'd been a big man once, but his age had reduced him to a withered shell with shriveled fingers that were blackened from his regular dosages of 110 volts. He was dying. His son, Frank, sat holding his hand. Jamie sat across from them, telling stories to pass the time. Remember that day you almost fell off the roof? asked Frank. Screw you, said Jamie. What the hell were we doing up there? wondered Frank. Installing a spotlight said Jamie. That day was forever burned into Jamie's memory. He could still feel the sun beating down on his shoulders and taste the sickly sweet Gatorade on his tongue. Richie handed him ancient wire cutters. The red insulation on the handle was cracked, peeling, and just gone in some places. Trim those wires, said Richie with a smirk. The twisted grin and the sparkle in Richie's eyes should have warned Jamie that something was wrong, but he was nervous, so he took the cutters and bent down, hoping he didn't screw up. As soon as the blade pierced the rubber coating, writhing heat snaked through the holes in the insulation and coursed through Jamie's body. The force of it sent him stumbling backwards. He would have slipped right off the roof if Richie hadn't grabbed him. You always check to see if it's live before you cut, said Richie, like he was scolding a naughty toddler. Some people would have sued Richie's ass or beat the shit out of him. As much as Jamie wanted to do the latter, he just took the lesson to heart. He always checked to see if something was live before he cut it, and he learned that while getting electrocuted hurt like hell, it didn't kill him. He could survive a shock, but life was more comfortable without one. That sick son of a bitch always got a kick out of electrocuting people. Frank's voice drew Jamie back to the present. He liked electrocuting himself, too, said Jamie. Yeah, he called it his daily dose of 110. On Sundays, he'd sneak down to the basement, lick his fingers, and test a few wires. Think he got a high off of it, continued Frank. They both chuckled, but it was mechanical, like the slow beeping of the heart monitor. Still, it was enough to wake Richie up. The old man yawned, stretched his arms, and moaned as he pushed himself upright. 
He asked for water. Then he asked for a hundred and ten volts. His son and nephew stared at him until he raised his voice and asked again. Pops, pleaded Frank, you had a heart attack. That shit could kill you. These quacks are killing me, croaked Richie. I need my one ten. Jamie stared at an outlet. It would be so easy to take the damn thing apart, help Uncle Richie over to it and give him his volts. But if he died and they got caught, they'd be doing a lot of time. You're all pussies, croaked Richie. As if in a trance, Jamie fished around his pockets for his multi-tool. Frank started toward the outlet. Before he could stop and think about what he was doing, Jamie was unscrewing the faceplate. Frank already had a pair of pliers out and disassembled the outlet's guts while Jamie helped Richie out of bed. By the time the old man reached the outlet, his son had the wires stripped bare. I can feel it already, muttered Richie as he reached his hand out to the exposed copper. What the hell is going on here? shouted a shrill female voice. It cut through the fog that had enclosed itself around Jamie's mind, causing him to turn his head and mutter senseless excuses to the nurse while he cursed his own stupidity. Thanks, boys, said Richie. The nurse ran forward. Jamie turned back to Richie. His hand grabbed Richie's shoulder at the same time Richie touched the exposed copper. Electricity surged through both of them. Jamie's body shook and burned. It writhed harder than it had the first time he was electrocuted on the roof, and it hurt worse than the dozens of times he had been shocked since. He tried to let go of Richie, but his hands wouldn't move. Richie was holding them in place with his charred fingers. You could have done good if you didn't piss away your earning, said Richie with a wild grin on his creased face. Of course, none of that matters now. All Jamie could do was nod. The shaking had stopped, but the pain had gotten worse. His shoulder was on fire. Instead of coming into him, energy rushed out of his body like a riptide. He watched the color return to Richie's face and observed the deep creases flatten out, then vanish altogether. He saw Richie stand up, and then he saw nothing at all. The nurse's voice was distant as she called for help. Her hands pounded on Jamie's chest, but it didn't hurt. Nothing hurt anymore. There were voices all around him, but when the small hands stopped beating his cold body, the voices faded too. This has been A Little 110, written by Sarah Coderre. The Flash Fiction theme song is by Kevin MacLeod. I'm C.B. DeRogi. Thanks for listening. Episode 0131, production copyright C.B. DeRogi and Manowaker Studio.